0: Hey Companions, welcome back for another episode of the Four Orbs Podcast. I am your Dungeon Master Dave, and today we will be introducing two more of our characters played by Deidre and Steven. Also, this is Future Dave, and Future Dave is talking on upgraded mics. The episode is remastered but still isn't perfect, because, well, bad news on this one. I didn't save the original audio files, so I've had to be very clever in remastering this one. This character introduction episode will be taking place on a different continent from our last episode. This continent is called Lunalia and is the home of five different nations. The one we will be focusing on today is the orc civilization of Athern. If you are not interested in character introduction episodes, you can skip to the already remastered episode 6, The Marsh is Alive Part 1. But if you do want to stick around, we will be introducing Deidre's character, Astra Fareth, who is a young sorcerer that has set out on an adventure to find a lost loved one. What she doesn't know is that she will need to seek out assistance from a local hero named Keth, played by Steven, to survive in this dangerous civilization. Tighten those bootstraps and sharpen those blades, because I think we have some danger approaching. This episode has been remastered Astra, you left Shandlin two months ago. You've been traveling on the road to Athern, the orc city, this whole time. From Shandlin to Somar, you stuck with some caravans for safety, but past Somar, the caravans started to dwindle away. The lands of Athern, not as lush as the humans' lands, are harsh. Fields of dried, dying grass grow into the horizon. But even in the orc lands, the spring quantal is celebrated. As you move from town to village to encampment, you see orcs celebrating with joyous song and vibrant dances. Colors of bright red and green decorate the area. And as you, get, as you get closer to the city of Athern, there are more and more travelers filling the road heading into the city. Miles from the city, you hear orc horns blaring victoriously. And as the city in the distance comes into view, the people around you, mostly orcs, but other races here and there, start to celebrate with every step. You hear folk songs and the people begin to dance their way into the city's gates. And as you join this parade into the city, you step out of the crowd and onto a small stoop and look around with your head above the crowd. Peeking over the roofs of buildings, you see a structure within the city's walls that stands 20 to 30 stories high. It's a rectangular building with open windows all along the side. You can see movement in almost every window. You speak out to a citizen walking by, asking what, the, what that building is. The even replies, that, that's the arena. There is a fight of the ages occurring there tonight. Our champion, Gladiator, fights the barbaric giant Smashmouth. Oh, what an epic battle it shall be. The man dances off into the crowd of people. Now, Astra, it's been a year since the sentinel army of Shandlin has pulled back from the orc lands, in defeat, unfortunately. And this is technically a time of peace, but due to your character's history, you do feel a little uneasy here. And as how, you move-
1: How long have I been on my way
0: here? Uh, it's taken you two months to travel here by foot. But as you move further into the city, uh, give me a perception check.
1: 10 plus perception, perception, 2, so 12.
0: Okay. The crowd that seems to be parading through the streets, you notice that their path seems to be leading them to the arena itself. But something else really catches your eye. On all of the non-orc races within the city, you see the races like humans, dwarves, half-elves, half all of them wearing chain bracelets with a dangling crude metal pendant on it. As you move through the city, you see something else that kind of catches your eye. A human man is dragging a cart behind him. And he seems to be having quite a difficult time. He wears torn linens and it's it's very, very dirty. And he has wounds that have not scabbed over, so they're still bleeding. He's about thirty yards from you and across the crowd of people in the road. He walks up to an orc merchant, he hands the, mar- the orc a uh, basket. And the orc barely even looks at him or recognizes like, him, just takes the basket and then puts it down on the table, and then the human moves on. But as you look closer, you notice there are familiar attributes about him. He's your father.
1: Okay, is it a pretty straight path? other than cutting through
0: i mean you'd be playing frogger with the crowd but yeah
1: yeah okay i'm i'm going to you know try to weave in and out and make my way to him
0: so you start to move through the crowd to catch up to him because he is moving with his cart and as you're making your way through the crowd you know you're moving pretty quickly because this is the first time you've seen him in years you run into what feels like a brick wall you fall back onto the ground and look up and you have run straight into the back of a huge nine-foot-tall orc, he wears plated armor with chain underneath and carries a giant metal hammer. He turns and looks down at you. You see the ale he was drinking has poured all over his chest. He picks you up out of the dirt, holds you by your right bicep tightly with a snarl, and says, "You
2: shouldn't have done that. Your master will
0: pay." Uh,
1: I, I'm very sorry. Um, it, excuse me, just trying to get by. Uh, here's. Here's a...
0: Wait, you're not a slave. Even better, you will pay.
1: Yeah, definitely a slave. Um, I'll just give you uh, 10 gold pieces for your trouble. Excuse me, I just want to be on my way.
0: He still continues to hold his grip on your bicep. If you want to try and break free, it'll be his strength check versus your either acrobatics <laughs> or athletics check.
1: Okay, acrobatics. Let's see what I have. uh a... Two. Athletics, I have one. So I'm gonna go with acrobatics. I also have sleight of hand.
0: Nope, acrobatics no. here.
1: Okay. So, fuck. three plus two.
0: He doesn't let go of your right bicep. And with his other hand, his uh, off hand, he reaches for a mace on his left side.
1: Okay, can I use my sleight of hand to kind of like pinch him somewhere that is kind of away from me so that he'll think that something else is attacking <laughs> him and then I can just kind of slip out of his grip?
0: Uh, sure. And
1: stealth and sleight of hand? Well, he's
0: wearing plate and chain.
1: But is there anything open that in between his armor? Give
0: me a perception
1: check. Okay,
0: 12. You notice a small crease in like the crease of his elbow, like uh, the, what do you call the opposite side of the weenus? The ditch? (laughs) The ditch of your elbow, the ditch of his arm. You notice that there's like a little crease that you might be able to uh, sneak your fingers inside.
1: Okay, can I reach his other hand, the one that isn't holding me, so that he'll turn his Um, attention to that arm?
0: That's the one he is reaching for the mace, but sure.
1: So sleight of hand or stealth, whichever. They're both the same, so 11 plus four.
0: Well, his perception critted. So he sees you reaching on the other side and just quickly like pushes your hand away as he like unhooks his light mace from his side. And then he lets go of you with the right bicep and takes a swing with a surprise attack. What's your AC? 12. You easily duck below the swing, but now I need initiative. Shit. You are first. Okay. Now, I mean, you're within five feet of him. And the crowd around you has started to kind of see what's going on and begins to like make like a like a circle, like a circle pit.
1: (laughs) Do people just start running around
0: us
1: (laughs) and start throwing bows, hopefully helping me? shit do I have to fight him or can I try to like
0: you can try and run but as you look at the crowd that's making the circle they're making he's
1: most likely gonna see me well
0: that too but like you can see that the crowd seems to think of this as like enjoyment like a good street fight
1: yeah because they're on their
0: way to the fucking arena
1: how far away are are the people from me
0: the circle is about 15 feet in diameter right now but they seem to be pushing back more and more.
1: Okay, so I'm going to try to get right in front of the crowd, throw my ray of frost, and then afterwards scoot back into the crowd as to hide and attempt to flee.
0: If you, he's five feet from you, so technically you're in melee combat. And what that means is that if you move away from that without taking the disengage action, then it provokes an opportunity attack because you're still kind of prepping for a fight. But if you're just like running, then that's a disengage.
1: I'm just going to disengage. Okay. Run into the crowd, try to kind of dart back and forth so nobody really knows where I'm going. Okay. I have my city secret, so maybe I can use that to my advantage. Possible.
0: Let's do an acrobatics check because once you start running towards the crowd, you notice the crowd is like blocking your path and they seem to want you in this situation. Yeah assholes
1: that is a six
0: you are grabbed and like pushed back into the ring and you fall onto your back and you hear the orc just like start laughing hysterically and he actually laughs his entire turn he's just like all right god damn Okay. He's seeing that the crowd is on his side in the sense of wanting this fight so to So now
1: that it's my turn, is he distracted because he's still laughing?
0: I won't say he's distracted.
1: But is he looking up, like, bellowing? <laughs>
0: no. <laughs> You're in a situation where he's just kind of paused because he's a cocky fighter, mm. and he's realizing that the crowd he's is gonna like, ah. make this fight happen. He's forfeiting his turn because he sees how pathetic you are.
1: Okay, <laughs> all right. So I'm gonna cast a chromatic orb. Okay. So three D8?
0: Three D eight. First you'll do your spell casting attack. Which is a D20 plus four? Yes. 14. That is a hit.
1: Two. <laughs> plus two. So four.
0: I four damage. Uh, what element?
1: Do I know what might affect and work more or does it matter?
0: He's wearing plate armor. He is wearing plate armor. So
1: electricity might shock him more with plate armor? All right, we'll go with electricity.
0: All right. You conjure this little ball of lightning. The ball hits him, like, right in the chest, and you see, like, the spread of, like, electricity kind of go all over the armor, almost, like, tasing him in a sense, but he doesn't seem to be affected by that but he does take the damage.
1: So he's still kind of being an asshole.
0: Yeah, he he kind of takes a step back from the hit, but then he uses that and puts his weight on it and launches himself towards you, swinging his light mace. What's your AC? 12. And he does hit you for three damage. So I'm now at four. Yes. Level one characters. Yep. Boy.
1: Almost dead. (laughs)
0: Heth. you are headed to the arena to watch the fight between Athern Champion and Smash Mouth the Giant. And as you make your way to the arena, in the street you see a crowd opening up, and over the crowd you see an Athern guard swinging a small mace downwards. You get towards the edge of the circle with the crowd, you make your way to see what's going on, and you see this human girl frantically dodging the attacks of this huge orc. And now I will take your initiative, Keth. Asher, it's your turn.
1: Do I notice, Keth?
0: You don't notice, Keth. You just see a crowd around you trying to make you suffer.
1: Okay, so these people are obviously here for their enjoyment. I'm going to cast Prestidigitation. <laughs> <laughs> and um, <laughs> let's see, what do I have on me? Okay, so can I just conjure like three like tiny little fireballs and just start juggling them and then i'll like kind of make sure that i have everybody's attention because they're just like oh what is this is there a skill
0: called perform performance yes all right that's what we're gonna do if that's what you want to do
1: okay i want to conjure up three fireballs and start juggling them in the air and throw them up really high take my movement to move away while they're just like, oh, where would they go?
0: Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Will that
1: work? Maybe.
0: Let's let's do this performance check.
1: Okay. God damn it. <laughs> Eleven.
0: The people seem to be really into it at first, but then you see through the fiery juggling that you're doing that the orc is like rearing back with his light mace, and they seem to be much more into that.
1: Okay. Can I go? Through his legs and go behind him. Can I we just can like try slide? That, yes. Do I need athletics or acrobatics? It would be
0: acrobatics.
1: <sighs> I don't like my D20 rolling so far. <laughs> I don't know why I keep asking to do things that aren't going to work. Hey. hey, not twenty.
0: He brings down the light mace on top of you, and you tumble through his legs and run to the other side of the crowd. And you're now 25 feet from him as the crowd has opened up more. Basically, you avoided the opportunity attack but he still gets to move and then attack. So he runs towards you, swings his light mace horizontally like a baseball bat with one hand, and misses. Geth, you're up.
2: All right. Mm -hmm. As I'm watching all of this unfold, this giant orc take on this helpless little human girl.
1: Yeah, five foot five.
2: Half his size, practically. I'm going to just charge him and like shoulder
0: tackling. Okay. Yeah, give me a uh, athletics check. 16th. Against his athletics. You hit him really hard with your shoulder, almost like a football tackle. He does kind of like fall back five feet and then take a knee. And then he turns and looks at you real quick, like as he's on his knee. Hey,
2: why don't you pick on somebody your own size? They call you Keth, right?
0: Yes. He starts to stand back up.
2: That is my name. Your name's not truly Kath, though. They say you earned it in the arena. That is right. Well, today you lose that name.
0: He pulls from his back the uh, giant's two-handed hammer. I'll pull out my halberd. All right. We'll just continue the initiatives as normal. My turn? Yep.
1: Is this orc's butt covered up by any kind of armor?
0: (laughs) (laughs) I mean, the orc is armored, so yes, his butt is covered.
1: What? Well, that's dumb.
0: (laughs) Never mind.
1: Okay. I'm going to cast Ray of Frost. I was trying to be sneaky snake and touch his butt or something. Ray of Frost, 60 feet, 1d8. Yeah, you'll do the
0: uh, spellcasting attack.
1: Plus four for spellcasting, so that is 13. And then 1d8. One.
0: One. Hey, he slowed by 10 feet. Good job. He then swings his two-handed hammer at Kef. Rolled a three, so I'm gonna assume that your AC is... 19. Okay. He misses. He misses. The two-handed hammer swings up wide at a diagonal arc and you just kind of dodge it and then attack? Uh
2: Yeah, first I will say, why are you hassling this little soft skin? She is no
0: slave, now she will be mine. I'll go ahead and swing on him. All right. Nine. That's a big miss. So you take a jab with the halberd, and uh, he just kind of parries it away with the two-handed hammer. And then we're back to you, Astra. Do
1: a ray of frost. Eight. Is that even a hit? Not a hit. So I don't even need to roll or anything. Cool.
0: The ray of frost flies into the crowd and hits somebody else. So actually give me damage because of that. (laughs) Shit.
1: (laughs) How many more opponents can we get? Eight.
0: You hit this female orc, and the orc just kind of like falls backwards, and people start to laugh.
1: Okay, at least they're amused and don't want to fight me, right?
0: The taller orc then takes a swing at you, Kef, and that time hits, and you take 10 damage. The two-handed hammer, he swings and hits you directly in the chest and you fall back and slide about five feet into the dirt and mud, and then he lets out this huge eruption of laughter. You start to like get up. You notice that people around the crowd then start to like close in real fast, and they start to kind of surround him, and they start like pounding him with their fist because uh, they love you, Kath. Yeah!
1: Here, take my hand.
0: I'll reach out and grab <laughs> her hand.
1: Okay, um, I'm assuming he's much heavier than me, so do I need to like uh, do a strength check? He
0: pretty much helps himself out. <laughs>
1: okay, yeah, let's assume that. Hey, thanks, uh, I got the, go.
0: <laughs> the crowd is getting pretty frantic right now, and then guards are starting to pop in all over the place and the guards are spotting you, Kath. We should get out of
2: here.
1: Yeah, I gotta go, I'm, I'm uh, not supposed to be here.
0: Well, where, where are you going?
1: Uh, I need to go find somebody that I just saw. I think he's over there. Do I know where he might have?
0: You then hear orcs scream. Get the
2: girl in,
0: Kath. Oh, we gotta go! I'm gonna just pick her up and start <laughs> running.
1: Do I know where my dad might have been headed at this point?
0: Kath starts to pick you up. Asha. are you going to avoid that in any way? Or you just no. Going,
1: oh, no. No, You okay. can take me. <laughs>
0: uh, Kath, you pick her up and you start to run north into the city, assuming that you want to head towards familiar areas. You run fast into an alleyway. City guards are frantically searching for you from behind. In the alley, you find like a small crevice, a smaller, skinny alley. Bring her into it, and then you set her down as it kind of gets quiet in the alleyway around you. But you can hear all in the roads around you, them searching for you. You're here hiding away in the alley in the shadows. We rest here for a minute. Let's just set her down.
2: Okay.
1: Uh. Thank. Thank you so much.
2: Well, what? Why don't? Where's your? Where's your slave bracelet at?
1: Um I don't have one.
2: Well well, why don't you have one?
1: Uh I'm not from around here. I'm just passing through.
2: But you're a human. You have to have a slave chain if you're in the city.
1: I don't know what that means.
2: That means you have a bracelet that says you're a slave.
1: But I'm not a slave. I'm not from here.
2: But you have to be. You're in the city.
1: Okay well where do I get one of these Like, I don't want to actually be a slave, but if I need to appear to be a slave, then I will, but Mm. I'm not, I'm no one's slave. I'm just here for a mission.
2: A mission?
1: Well, a personal mission. I'm just trying to find someone. I actually saw this person and then was interrupted by that orc.
2: Well, I'm Keth the Giant Slayer. So, who are you looking for? I might know. I'm pretty famous.
1: Uh, you wouldn't happen to know a, a Von Ferris, would you?
2: Von Tariff.
1: <laughs> it's, it's Ferris.
2: Von Ferriff. Okay. No, I don't think so. Hey, wh- what's your name?
1: Um, Artsa? Art- Artza? Yeah.
2: Hmm, that's a funny name. Well, let's see if we can find you some slave chains. Where do these come from? Who, who makes these? I They're masters. A, I have a
1: thousand ball bearings. Could I tie them?
2: Ball,
0: no, <laughs> ball that... bearings are like BBs.
1: Oh, okay, but. <laughs> I was but just can't saying, could I, I tie them together to form a bracelet that might kind of match these slave chains? Or are they go- literal chains? I,
0: I'm going to ask you this in real life.
1: Okay. <laughs>
0: <laughs> How would you tie BBs together?
1: You okay, so you tie it, you tie it, and then you tie. Tie around. what? I have rope. I mean, it might but be a big you rope. Put BBs.
0: But... Yeah, it's probably like there's not holes rope. through these, so you can't like thread them.
1: <laughs> well, yeah, but you can still, if you did a crisscross method, you could still tie them.
0: Do you have the like a sewing kit?
1: I'm proficient with a disguise and a thieves' tools kit.
0: Disguise. Mm, do you have a disguise kit I don't mm. so what what um what exactly are the, these bracelets made of they're are they like
1: chains.
2: they're literally chains
0: okay. yeah okay um,
1: is there anything around us that might have some kind of chain on it like a maybe axe? on
0: the other side of someone's door there might be a chain lock do I have a chain lock in my house we'll say yes we'll say you do have a chain lock at your house
2: I know what we can use. I got some chain in my house.
1: Okay, well, how far away is your house?
2: Oh, it's, it's not very far. It's, it's near the canal docks.
1: I don't know how far away that is.
2: Mmm, it's, it's over that way.
1: Okay, well, I'm kind of in a rush. I mean, I, I, would, I would love the help, but I really need to find the guy that I'm looking for.
2: Well, all the guards are looking for you right now. And me too, for that matter.
1: Yeah, maybe let's let's go there if if, if it's not too tr- too much trouble, and maybe change into something.
2: We'll, we'll make you look like a good slave.
1: <laughs> Fantastic. I guess let's let's go. If uh, we need any help trying to be sneaky, you know, I, I kind of know I'm not from around here, but I'm usually typically good at finding some some secret passageways. If uh, unless you know of a better way.
2: I, I know this town pretty good. Okay, well, I will follow you. What are you wearing?
1: I did have a cloak that was kind of hiding my gender.
2: Okay. For the record, I'm wearing no shirt, and I have long hair, and it's pulled up,
0: in a ponytail. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh, God. Because I have natural so, armor. So
0: you're taking the natural armor to the literal.
2: Yep. <laughs> I mean, I, I still have pants on.
0: Of course.
2: Yes, it's this way. Oh, wait. Hold on. Uh, you, you need to uh, take off your cloak and hold it.
1: Oh, okay.
2: Like, over, over your arm, where the, where your chain oh, is. Oh,
1: okay, I understand. Okay, um, yeah, I'll do that. And while, I'm gonna check my backpack real quick and make sure that my pet mouse is okay. Make sure that, uh, it didn't get injured.
0: Okay, yeah, you, uh, open up the map scroll that it's hiding in, and it just looks up at you as you open it up and squeaks.
1: Cool, um, Oystrich. Uh, Oystrich is its
0: name, yep. Okay. Good oystrich. Oystrich, what?
1: Uh, nothing. Let's go. All
2: right, this way.
0: As you make your way down the alley to Kath's home, you actually hear someone yell out softly to you, Kath, Kath, over here. I look around. The the two of you hear it clearly, both of you, and turn to the sound. You see a half-elf man wearing a dirty brown cloak with a hood. The hood's actually down, so you can see his head but he's grabbing your attention from the doorway of a house, and as you approach, he motions for you to get inside. Do I know him? No. Does he just look like a common
2: folk? Yeah. Okay. Oh, let's see what he wants. I'll just walk in.
1: Yeah, I'm going to be less uh, tempted to go in there because I don't know this person, but I guess I'll just kind of stand past shadow.
0: Okay. So you you do go inside, just kind of stand near. Just in case it's a
1: trap, yeah, I can kind of have my
0: back to the okay. door so once you get inside he closes the door behind you and he says kath what did you do this time oh uh, what what do you mean what i do the city guards all up in arms because of this you know who that orc was right no who was
2: it he just looked like a big dumb
0: orc to me that was captain gronan
2: That was captain Gronan.
0: yes they say he's the direct descendant of Axtolu. they admire him just as much as they admire you
2: i'm Keth!
0: have why did you have to pick a fight like that?
2: Because he was picking a fight with his little soft skin.
1: Yeah, I'm just gonna hide even more behind i
0: just like step out of the way, and point at her. <laughs> well he's not gonna give up, you know. Well, what do I do? Just hang out here for a second. Let me go let me go look around for a bit. Let's see when let me go see what they're doing so you're not out in the open. Okay.
1: Um, yeah, I'm not gonna trust this guy. Like, are you are you going outside to to? check it out what where, yeah, well, where are you going well
0: yeah i mean i gotta make sure that the guards aren't coming this way
1: okay and then what
0: i'll come back and we'll discuss what the next thing to do is
1: okay but why do you need to check now we're already inside
0: well if they followed you then they'll, they're gonna know i'm involved
1: okay do you have a window you can look out of
0: the alleyway is so small i'm not gonna be able to really okay, see fine just go he uh, goes to the front door and he opens it up and he kind of, like, cracks it and looks his head out left and right. And he opens it up and kind of slides himself out and closes it behind him.
1: Um, can I look for to see if there's another exit?
0: Yeah. You turn around and, like, you're basically in like, a little small little living area. And attached to it is a small kitchen that kind of bends around the corner. So you go and you kind of peek into the kitchen and you see a back door. Okay.
1: Is there a window on this back door? Yes. Okay. Is or like, any blinds over it there or anything? There is a shade okay is it down
0: uh, It's like half the parted curtains kind of thing okay
1: it is also going out to an alley
0: That uh, is when you go look outside of it it does go out to an alley
1: okay there's nobody in the alley that you can see okay I'm just gonna pull it down a little bit and kind of peek and then uh, just go back to Kess
2: okay does he have a chain on his door?
0: Yes I'm gonna
2: I'm gonna take it off <laughs> all right give me a shot.
0: Groot Yep, you rip it off perfectly. It oh. leaves just a small little hole. Look, it's perfect. Here, give me give me your hand. Okay. Now we need a pendant. What kind of pendants are they? They're just little small, like, metal pendants that have, like, a symbol on it for their master. Now look around the house. Yeah, I'm going to search
2: pendant. as
1: well to see if this person has anything that we could maybe use, assuming that I kind of saw, got a general idea of what these pendants look like.
0: Yeah, sure. Okay. So you kind of look around. Give me uh, investigation checks. Five. Four. <laughs> you find a spoon.
1: <laughs> Is that, that about the general work? size?
0: The head of the spoon, sure. All right, I'm gonna like bend it back and forth until I break the head of the spoon. Okay. Off. So you bend it back and forth and you break the head of the spoon off.
1: Okay. Can we like burn or somehow engrave? I have a pocket knife. We yeah. could kind of, I could yeah, get we Tess in there. to scratch it since he has obvious more strengths.
2: Do I have a, a symbol of any kind? Mm, no. All right, I'm just going to scratch a big K. Yeah. <laughs> an, or an orcish K. If anybody asks,
1: I, I assume that I am your slave since you claimed me from that fight. I've-
2: no, no. Here's, here's what we tell them. You are my slave first, and I sent you to go get some melons.
0: And...
1: And my bracelet fell off somehow.
2: Exactly.
1: Okay, perfect. Seems like a flawless design.
0: As you're like trying to force the spoon piece onto the chain, the front door opens up and you see the man walk back in. He says, I think we're good. Good. Do y'all wanna just hang out here for a little bit or? I mean, we were going to my house. What, what are you doing?
2: I'm making their slave chain. I have a spare. Oh. Well, now I feel silly.
1: Okay, well, give us that just in case.
0: Okay. He walks over to the window to, like, a little small Chester drawer thing near the window, near the front door. He slides it open and pulls out, uh, like, a crude iron chain, walks over and slides it onto your wrist for you.
1: Thank you. Um, Is there a window on the front door that he came in? No. Is there a window?
0: On that front wall, yes. That's the one he just went to.
1: Okay, can I just go over there and check it out to make sure that... We are actually yeah. okay, okay. Just so gonna check behind.
0: You him. go over to the window and you search and check. And you don't spot any kind of activity outside. Alright, cool.
2: So what is your name, little tree dealer, dweller?
0: dweller? Arton. Arton. So is this your master's home? No, I'm I'm hiding as a slave. I, I I escaped my master. He well, my master died and then I found this home and I act like I have a master that lives here. Oh, you're smart. Oh, thanks. Well, I'm real fond of you, Kath. Thanks for helping out around here. You're welcome.
2: Uh,
1: okay. A lot of
2: people are pretty fond of me. I'm Kath, after all, the Giant Slayer.
1: That's great. Um, so you have some uh, some clothes we could change into?
2: I don't need clothes.
1: Well, so everybody's looking for you, so you might want to put something on uh. that can kind of hide your identity. I know you're real proud, but um, I kind of need to get going.
0: As this conversation kind of continues for a second, you all of a sudden hear a little bit of noise outside in the alleyway. You look towards the front door. The door burst open. You see three orcs standing at the door with crossbows. All of the bolts impale Artan in his chest and he falls flat on his face almost instantly dead.
2: Oh,
1: Todd, no, oh, oh, okay. we gotta go! I'm, I'm going to grab Scott's hand and be like, here, there, come come this way and lead him to the back door.
0: Astra grabs hold of your hand and starts to pull you towards the back door. I'll go with her. Okay. As you like open up the back door and start to run out, you hear just that same laughter you heard from that circle pit fight you heard earlier. As it sounds like Captain Gronan walks right into the cottage from behind you and you start bolting it down the alleyway. The two of you run out the back door as fast as you can and Keth, you lead Astra down through alleyways towards the docks. After a few minutes of running and escaping, the docks uh, come into view and down this long stretch of alleyway, you start to just lose some of your like endurance basically. Just as you make it to the end of the alley, you hear a whooshing sound from behind you and then Astra, you hear a thud. You turn and you look and you see that Keth's right shoulder has been impaled with an arrow from the back end right through the front. Keth, you take seven damage. Keth takes a knee obviously from the pain and you turn and you look back to see where the arrow came from and you see Captain Gronan at the other end of the alley probably about 200 feet away with a bow in hand. And then you see like orcs start to run towards you down the alley.
1: Okay, I'm, I'm gonna try to get him up as fast as I can.
0: You help him up and he, you know, he stands up. And you look around and you're standing in an open road with a lot of citizens walking around, but not as uh, populated as it was earlier. But you're at the canal on the docks. So you're somewhere near Keth's home. You don't know where, Astra. Keth probably knows, but he's kind of taken that hit pretty hard. And there are several boats up and down the canal, unloading boxes and crates. Many different sailors of different races seem to be unloading crates, probably for the spring quantal. And so as you're running down this road, one of the boats seems to be rather vacant at the moment. There are many boxes like out on the dock, stacking up on the uh, like right outside of the ramp basically, but no one seems to be inside of it.
1: Okay, I am going to try to help Cass and keep running towards the dock and jump into the boat.
0: It's like a big boat, so like, you have to go up like the ramp, basically.
1: Okay. We'll try to be very sneaky and not so obvious that we are getting on this boat that nobody's really paying attention yeah, to. Yeah, the
0: citizens don't seem to be paying attention to you guys at all.
1: Okay, but there's nobody currently aboard, so nobody will...
0: Okay. Yeah. So you make your way to the top of the boat, up the ramp. You like kind of peek over like the railing of the boat. And you see like the orcs come out of alleyways from all different sides, and they're just kind of like searching for and for you all up and down the docks. And then across from this boat, there's this little like warehouse and a bunch of humans start to walk out of it with some orcs behind them. And the humans are walking straight towards the boat you're on.
2: Oh, there's dumb orcs. Do I know how to uh, drive a boat? This is a big boat. Like this
0: is like a three sailboat. Uh, like a bunch of, bunch of rower kind yeah. of Yeah.
1: Okay, I'm just gonna try to hide so that nobody...
0: Like, you wanna go down the lower decks? There are
1: lower decks, yeah. Yeah.
0: So you run down the lower decks of the boat. Keth, you, like, sit down, like, next to a crate, like, lean against the stack of crates, and your vision starts to blur over, and you pass out. Astra, you hear, like, the dropping of the sails from above about five minutes later, and you hear, like, the chatter of uh, the humans kind of, like, yelling commands on a boat. The next thing you know, the ship is moving. He turns and looks down at you. You see the ale he was drinking has poured all over his chest. He picks you up out of the dirt, holds you by your right bicep tightly with a snarl and says, You shouldn't have done that. No, that's a terrible voice. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: all right, Larry. Give, give me an organ voice real quick, Stephen. Oh, God. Um, man, how did we do <laughs> Now I'm blanking out. Now you, you should not have done there it that. Is. Okay. You shouldn't have done that. Your master will pay.
0: He's forfeiting his turn because he sees how pathetic you are.
1: Okay, okay, <laughs> all right.
0: You're 10 feet away now, so you yeah. don't have to disengage with it again. Me giving my wife some shit. Um, it's the only time I'll get away with it is as a DM. Oh yeah, you want me to take the trash out? Just wait till we're playing D&D again,
1: Nope, <laughs> No, this, yeah. I quit. Just get Kevin to drop out so that he can come take my place. I liked, I liked him doing my voice anyway. I liked him much better as me than I like me as me. And I like you.